Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for him to come and take us back to that place he's been preparing for his born-again people. Dove Schwartz here with a message I shared at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, our new church plant in Pearland, bordering Houston, Texas. Come visit us sometime at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship where I teach the Bible line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book through the entire Bible. You can learn more at my website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv. And now, let's hear a line upon line teaching from the Lord's Word. So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program Watch Therefore. Maybe you've heard the old saying, what we want is not always what we need. And it may be that you're going to hear today exactly what you need that you haven't yet considered or at least recently considered. As we continue in in this teaching series, Joel, the day of the Lord is at hand. We begin in chapter 2, having uh, gone through two teachings in chapter one, but first, let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we bring ourselves before you, thanking you and praising you, and I'm asking you to bless tremendously every viewer today. Thank you, Father, in our Savior, Jesus' name. Amen. And so, what we're going to hear about today is repentance before the day of the Lord. Joel 2, verses 1 and two, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming for it is at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. A people come great and strong, the like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be any such after them even for many successive generations. So in chapter 1, we saw the Lord sent an unprecedented locust invasion into his fig tree, Israel. That's one of the Lord's names for Israel, his land and people, his fig tree. And we saw it was to warn them of two more invasions, Babylon and then the end times day of the Lord. And we see in these Joel 2 passages, the day of the Lord will be terribly devastating like nothing before. He says, blow a trumpet in Zion. Stop everything. And there were different purposes for blowing the shofar, the ram's horn. And in this case, he's warning them of an urgent military invasion pictured by this locust invasion. He says, blow the trumpet. Stop everything. And, and our Savior Jesus, hundreds of years later, is there in Israel in his earthly ministry warning of this time called the Day of the Lord, where we find ourselves now at the doorstep of this time as these end time signs are leaping off the pages. But here's what the Lord says about the Day of the Lord, what we also know to be the tribulation. For then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. We see in the scriptures that the day of the Lord begins with the rapture of the church. 
we who are born again will be caught up and taken back to that place the Lord has been preparing for us any moment. And then the wrath of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, will be poured out globally for seven years. And while that wrath is falling here on earth, we will be at the judgment seat of Christ in heaven. See it in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it. That's the day of the Lord. Each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet so as through fire. So this is not just one 24-hour day, but a period of time whereby King Messiah Jesus takes back control of Jerusalem, greater Israel, and the world from the Gentiles. No longer will it be the times of the Gentiles, but the day of the Lord. The times of the Gentiles began when the throne of David was emptied after the Babylonian invasion and captivity that we see in Joel chapter 2. Now look at our Savior in Luke 21, 24, at the scriptures from his words. And they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. So the day of the Lord is clearly at hand because Israel is a modern nation again. And the end of this age scenarios are rapidly increasing like birth pains. Here, right now, we are in the birth pains. We're at the edge of the seven-year tribulation. We are in now the days of Noah and Lot. And that's why things are getting so bizarre and strange, stranger by the moment. And at the center of it all is the fig tree, Israel. We're in the fig tree generation. So chapter 1 is so essential to understanding chapter 2. So by way of review, I'm just going to I'm going to read a few verses. Joel 1, 6 and 7. For a nation has come up against my land, strong and without number. His teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he has the fangs of a fierce lion. He has laid waste my vine and ruined my fig tree. He has stripped it bare and thrown it away. The branches are made white. And see that this is connected to the day of the Lord. In Joel 1.15, Alas for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as destruction from the Almighty. Okay, so now fast forward back to Joel chapter 2, verse 3. A fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Surely nothing shall escape them. So even in the midst of such sin and trouble, so much of Israel today is beautiful, and there's nothing like it on the earth. 
yet the fig tree will be stripped bare in the tribulation. Now, I'm going to read many verses, Joel 2, 4, all the way down to 11. Please stay with me. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses, and like swift steeds so they run. With a noise like chariots over mountains they leap, like the noise of a flaming fire that devours a stubble, like a strong people set in battle array. Before them the people writhe in pain. All faces are drained of color. They run like mighty men. They climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation. They do not break ranks. They do not push one another. Everyone marches in his own column. Though they lunge between the weapons, they are not cut down. They run to and fro in the city. They run on the wall. They climb into the houses. They enter at the windows like a thief. The earth quakes before them. The heavens tremble. The sun and moon grow dark, and the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army, for his camp is very great. For strong is the one who executes his word, for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it during the day of the Lord? This wrath in the tribulation. There will be human armies and horses, spiritual armies and horses, even horse-like locusts, and heavenly armies and horses. They will be both spiritual and physical as the veil between the two, the seen and the unseen, diminishes. Notice today even the paranormal TV programs and their rise in Satanism and the occult. Even Satan clubs popping up across the country and becoming more popular. In primary schools, kids learning how to be Satan worshipers. Whoa, whoa. And back to these four horsemen. Actually, what we're going to do is go into them uh, from Joel chapter 2 and see the cross-references of horsemen and horses that I just mentioned in the day of the Lord in the new covenant scriptures. Whoa, what a time to be alive. And we're going to see again, what do we need in this hour more than anything? In just a moment, be right back. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Conditions in the world are worsening all around us quickly. According to the prophetic scriptures, our Savior Jesus said this generation is heading rapidly to the time of the world's worst trouble ever. What's the answer? The Watch Therefore message. And this message stirs the lukewarm to repentance and gives urgency for the lost to re repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord now. Yet we're only on most of our networks once per week. And there's something we can do together, which I'll share in a moment. We're going into 200 countries, 200 million homes, but we can air more and still go wider and further. First, let me share with you some of the missions initiatives also of this Watch Therefore ministry. Romans 1.16 tells us the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then to the nations. And we know the faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to come and giving others their food in due season. Messiah Jesus is 
the bread of life. So we take him and the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Oh, we've got special work. For years we've been doing in Africa. Right now we're really honing in on Rwanda and the Congo, Uganda, and other countries who are asking us, please bring this discipleship to our church, to our lands, to our country, to our region. Yes, and so one of the great things you can do is get on our monthly newsletter for Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. As you do so, you will keep up with prayer points that are so urgent. We need prayer partners to continue to intercede for this work, to see it go forward. Also, for those who want to sow financially into this ministry, and as always, I've been saying this since we started the program, I'm gonna say it again. If you haven't believed in Jesus the Lord as your savior, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you'd simply be our guest today and that you would receive Jesus as Lord and receive eternal life. But for those who have already been saved and you understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do just that. And there's three pri primary giving platforms. One, the Watch Therefore television broadcast, and that's how we can spread this further and wider. You can prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore. There's also those who want to sow into Israel through blessing Israeli believers, and then into the nations. You can financially support our work in the nations. And with those newsletters, you can really keep up with how and where you're investing. And, and so, this is the way for us to partner together like that faithful, wise, blessed servant who hears, well done, thy good and faithful servant, when our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. And as promised, in just a little bit, we're going to hear not just what we want, but what we need, especially in this hour. And where we left off in Joel chapter 2 in this teaching series, The Day of the Lord is at Hand, is uh, the prophet was writing this warning from the Lord pertaining to the end of this age, Day of the Lord scenarios that includes horses and horsemen, a great military army coming in to destroy Jerusalem. And I mentioned before the break that we see physical horsemen and horses and spiritual horsemen and horses and even horse-like locusts that will be part of God's judgment, the wrath of the Lamb Jesus Christ in the day of the Lord. Having said that, uh, we know that Revelation 6 starts off with the four horsemen of the apocalypse and through their judging work sent by the Lord, a quarter of the earth's population will be killed under the wrath of the Lamb, our Lord Jesus. Uh, in today's figures, that's somewhere around a couple billion people. Oh my goodness. 
And then in Revelation 9-7, the shape of the locust was like horses prepared for battle. On their heads were crowns of something like gold, and their faces were like the faces of men. Revelation 9-9, and they had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots with many horses running into battle. Revelation 9:17. And thus I saw horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths. So of the remaining, after a quarter of the earth's population are killed by the four horsemen at the beginning of the tribulation, here we see another third of those remaining that are killed. Uh, and then Revelation 14, And the winepress was trampled outside the city, and blood came out of the winepress up to the horses' bridles for 1,600 furlongs, 200 miles. Revelation 14. Uh, and then Revelation 19, and the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. That's when we return with our Savior Jesus, having been raptured, given glorified bodies, having gone through the judgment seat of Christ, given our eternal assignments, we come into, and when I say eternal assignments, I mean our next life assignments that begin at the day of the Lord when he takes up the throne of David in Jerusalem. In the new glorious temple he's going to build for the name of Yehovah, Yehovah the Father, Yehovah the Son, Yehovah or Yahweh the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Our King Jesus will sit on the throne of David. We will return with him on horses and then we will take up our positions in the thousand-year reign of Christ, which is the culmination of the day of the Lord. Now back to Joel chapter 2 verse 11. The Lord gives voice before his army for his camp is very great. For strong is the one who executes his word for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? Folks, nobody can stop the Lord from executing his word. These things are shaping up all around us right now. So what should we do? And here is what we need to do? The answer to that question is a primary reason so many churches do not teach or want to hear Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy calls for, here it is, you ready? Repentance. Repentance, holy living, walking by faith, loving Messiah Jesus, not this world and this life, but truly preparing with love and anticipation to see him and to go be with him. Oh, hallelujah. That's just not what so many in this Second Timothy 3 generation, men will be lovers of themselves. They don't want to hear this, and they, and they don't want to do what we should do, repent and stay right with God and look for our Savior Jesus. No, why? They really don't want him to return. But my job, which isn't really a job, it's my calling, is not to tell itching ear modern false Christians what they want to hear. No, I'm to tell the truth in love and make authentic denying themselves and taking up their crosses and following our Savior Jesus. 
disciples of Messiah Jesus who are watching and ready for the rapture. Having said that, Joel gives us the right response. Return to the Lord. Turn to Messiah Jesus. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he's gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Israel needed then what Israel needs today, and what we need today, real authentic repentance and returning to Jesus, our Lord. Verse 12 says we're to turn away from our sin and our ways and this wicked world's ways and turn to our Lord Jesus. The born again, don't fear the wrath of the day of the Lord. Why? We're going to be in heaven with our Savior Jesus. Yet, our Savior Jesus has gospel and discipleship purposes and assignments for us right now to finish out the end of this age while much of the church is committing treason against the kingdom of God. Between now and the rapture, we need to be close to the Lord, understanding the nature of this unique time watching and ready for our Savior Jesus to come for us. And here's what it should accompany that return to the Lord, that repentance, fasting, weeping, and mourning. Listen, fasting and praying is basic, every disciple of Messiah Jesus' normal practice. Our Savior didn't say if you fast. He said when you fast. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites, with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret reward you openly. And if you hear this call to repentance and you won't consider fasting and on your journey of faith there's little conviction of sin and that you don't think you should weep or mourn over your sin and the quickly deteriorating conditions all around us today, it's because you need the Lord to grant you repentance. Listen to 2 Timothy chapter 2. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Oh, dear precious, when watching the program today, if you don't have a sense that I need to repent, but there's sin in your life, and, and you're not, not close to Jesus. The Lord never, maybe you've never really been saved. He will help you repent. He will help you call upon his name now. If you've never been forgiven for your sins, you'll go to hell. It's a real place. And then the lake of fire, and you'll never come out. And these scenarios of the tribulation are upon this generation, on our doorstep. What do you need to do? Repent, and if you have trouble doing that, ask him, Lord Jesus, help me to repent. Help me to turn away from my sins 
and believe that Jesus the Lord died on the cross for your sins, was buried on the third day, rose again, and call upon his name now, Jesus, Lord, I believe you died for my sins on the cross and rose again. Save me, forgive me, Lord Jesus. And if you're doing that, contact us. We want to send you a free brochure called How to Begin My New Life in Christ. And, and for everybody, take these words very seriously. And more than ever, watch their form. Be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Such a blessing to be with you today on the program Watch Therefore. If you would like this program to stay on the air, please consider financially partnering with this radio ministry. You can do so at our website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv or by post, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588, which you can also find on our website. Again, if you're in the Houston area, Join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Our services are Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday evening at 6.30. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. And remember to watch therefore and be ready. Oh.